This ain't jump. This ain't slam. The name of this record is Bounce. What's up, everybody? Jack Maloney back with Friendly Bounce, Hardwood Paroxysm Basketball Network. We're doing our season preview podcast. I'm here with my guys, Chris Barnwall and Zach Oliver, tonight. We're going to talk about the Orlando Magic. Uh, last year they went 25-57. and 57. Um, They had a lot of turnover on the roster. Uh, they lost Kylo Quinn, Mo Harkless, Ben Gordon, and Willie, fourth quarter takeover green, are gone. Um, but they brought in C.J. Watson, Shabazz Napier, Jason Smith, and Melvin Ejim. So a lot of just bench turnover. Um, and then obviously they drafted the young swag god, our favorite player, Mario Hizonia. So, Zach, you write about the Magic for SB Nation's Magic site. And Chris lives in Orlando and has been a Magic fan, so... We got the uh, the magic covered on this podcast. Yeah, I like to torture myself for this. So, <laughs> it, it's a thing. When you kind of become a fan of a team at six years old, there's really you can never you can't really go back on that. You had the you had the 2009 finals, right? Isn't that the year? That that is the high point for me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's favorite. Uh, Courtney Lee. Yeah, Courtney Lee. Why, why did you miss? <laughs> yeah, so... I just, like, this Magic team, I... I don't really know what to think about them. Like, I don't I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. But they could really win, like, you know, like, 25 to, like, 35 games. And I like, wouldn't be surprised at either one. It's like, I, I just don't know how it's all going to come together. Or, like, if they're really... Like, they have a lot of pieces that I like, like, but I don't know if it's all going to fit together this year. Yeah. I was, I was saying before the before we started here how, like, if they were to somehow sneak into the playoffs, they'd kind of be like a, oh, that's kind of a surprising team, but they wouldn't really be like a shocker team like the Bucks were last year or the uh, Suns were the year before. Just because, like, I don't know if that's the case of the East or because the Magic has just been this team that we've kind of been proclaiming as oh, are they going to finally make the jump for, like, two years now? Right. Yeah, um, yeah I, I disagree. I think it would be a, a pretty big shock if they made the playoffs because they're still not good enough to make the playoffs, even with Scott Skiles running the, running the show now. Um, you know, I've... I saw them play their first preseason game. You know, look, you can't take much out of that one since they've been practicing for a week, but I watched them last night against Houston, and they're showing a lot of the same things that they they did with Jacques Vaughn, which if they can't kick those things that continually kept costing them games, then the losses are just going to pile up, especially with their group. They play seven playoff teams in their first seven games. Oof. <laughs> That's a tough one. So, almost done. Here we go. <laughs> they open up at home against Washington. 
Then OKC comes to town. Let's see. Then after that, they go to Chicago and then to New Orleans at Houston on a back-to-back. Then they host Toronto. Then they get a little bit of a break going to Philly the next night. Jesus. The schedule makers are... That's a rough start. (laughs) So, I mean, obviously there is some you know, evening out of the schedule throughout the season. But at the same time, if they get off to an 0-7 start, then right. <laughs> the losses could, you know, pile back up. I think that I've been sticking to my guns for the last probably three and a half, four weeks. They're, a, they're probably a 32-win team that maybe at max wins 35 games this season. So mm-hmm. they'll improve, but they're not going to be sniffing the playoffs. They'll probably finish 14th in the East. So. Yeah, like you're... I have better than 14th. Like, I think... I picked them, though, in about 35 games. Because, yeah, I agree. The, I mean, the roster is still the same as last year, and they still do have a lot of the same problems as last year, even with Skiles around. So, I agree that they're probably not going to sniff the playoffs. I just feel like... If they finally do make that jump, we keep waiting for them to make it wouldn't really surprise people as much as, like, it would surprise other people. I mean, as much as it would surprise, like, us if, like, um, Denver were to do something like that. But, yeah, I agree. This is probably, like, a 35, 32-win team. Sure. I mean, the the thing with this team is they just need to show signs and start turning the corner. I mean, if they can do that, then they can consider this season a success. You know, during media day, they were talking about, you know, a lot of the players are talking about wanting to make the playoffs, and Rob Hennigan talked about wanting to make the playoffs. Scott Skiles like, I don't like if we make the playoffs and we're ten games under five hundred, that's a failure. Like they want to, Skiles wants them to be a winning team, and you know they need to have a winning record to really show that huge step of improvement, which I don't think they're going to do, obviously. Um. So. Yeah, I like the high expectations, at least. I mean, of course, they're always going to have high expectations, but the one thing that, you know, maybe can give Magic fans a glimmer of hope um, through four preseason games, they haven't been healthy. I mean, Alfred Payton missed last night. They didn't have Nick Vucevic for the first game. He's, He's recovering from a shoulder injury. Um, Evan Fournier is working his way back from a sprained ankle from Eurobasket. Aaron Gordon is apparently cleared to play and should make his preseason debut tomorrow night at home against the Heat after recovering from a fractured jaw. So, you know, they've been missing a couple of key pieces. Not that Aaron Gordon's going to, you know, make that big of a difference, but the thing that that's kind of killed them so far in their first four preseason games is they've come out, you know, either in the first half or the second half and just been extremely flat. You know, they, they need that energy guy like that an Aaron Gordon will bring or, you know, Alfred can bring that even Dwayne Dedman, who they didn't have last night in Houston can bring that. So, I mean, there's some things that, you know, you can hope that 
will get fixed with full health, but they're still showing a lot of signs of struggling, which, you know, sure, it's been two weeks of practice, and according to Scott Skiles, practice has been a lot better than games, but, you know, if you can't transition it over from practice to games, then there's a big issue. Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't watched a ton of them, but, you know, the the one play that certainly stuck out for me the other night, like you were talking about them coming out flat uh, when they were playing Houston, you know, they're down like 15 or something already in the first quarter, and I forget who it was, but, you know, took the ball out of bounds and just like kind of lazily threw a one-handed bounce pass without even looking, and like Lawson came in and stole it and immediately hit a three. It's like, those are the things where you just, like, shake your head and just, like, oh, my God, guys. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you're already you're you're already getting killed. Like, you can't compound it by just making just lazy errors where you're, it doesn't even seem like you're awake. Yeah, I mean, the good thing is that there's, you know, they came back from being down 24 last night. You know, and the bench, you know, which was led by Devin Marble, who probably doesn't figure to play much during the season, and Channing Fry, who I would go as far as to say that might have been his best game in a Magic uniform so far. <laughs> like, o- o- overall, um, you know, they, they were the ones that really led the charge, so... I feel like... Yeah. I feel like Channing Fry has like barely played. Like I don't, I can't really remember seeing him like do anything in the Magic uniform. Yeah, last year was a struggle for Channing. I mean, he let's see. In the first day of practice, he got rolled up on and injured his knee, and he missed all of camp and all of preseason, which really put him behind the eight ball. So mm-hmm. he didn't have that time to build chemistry of his teammates, and, you know, the knee injury set him back physically, too, and last year he was just, he was bad. I mean, and he he even said during media day that last year was embarrassing, but he expects to have his hella wet jumper back this year. <laughs> so. That's good to hear. <laughs> I mean, for what they brought him in to do, spacing the floor, I mean, he didn't do a terrible job last year. He still shot almost 40%, which was the second best mark of his career. Yeah. So, you know, he's going to probably come off the bench and, you know, he'll be playing next to Dwayne Dedman, who compliments him a lot better than Nick does. So, you know, maybe we'll see a slight resurgence with Channing this year. But, you know, I, I think that was a slightly miscalculated move, but a move that they needed to make at the same time. Jack was talking about the lack of energy they had uh, in the Rockets game at times. And really, it reminds me how when they got, when they were going on their coaching search, they really went out there and kind of looked for uh, a guy that could that could really put energy in this team. And really, Skiles is that kind of person. He's that authoritative coach that's not going to put up with nonsense that's going to get on them. Like, after their first preseason game against the Hornets, he lit into them after the game saying how bad they played in certain parts of it. It was like the first preseason game 
in a game that really didn't matter all that much, and he's ripping them. It's like, all right, that's why they got this guy. He's not gonna <laughs> look. He's not gonna let off the easy stuff. He's gonna get on them about everything. Exactly, and I mean that was the thing that they they missed last the last couple of years was, you know, to Jacques Vaughn's credit, you know, he could still become a decent coach. I mean, he only, he was only an assistant for two years, and he was put in a situation that wasn't, you know, wasn't great for him. Um, but it, it seemed like he was too... He was too soft-spoken, and he wouldn't get on his players for things, which Vaughn isn't going to put up with. Like, and, or Skiles, yeah, sorry. Long day. Um, <laughs> like, after after the first preseason game, you know, he lit into the team a bit. And he talked about, you know, they looked good defensively for spurts. And he was asked about Mario Zonia because everyone's attention is on him. And he's, he pretty much said, yeah, you know, he, he looked okay on the offensive end. He did some nice things, but he was terrible on the defensive end. You know, he's not going to hold back. <laughs> and I think that's going to be good for this team. You know, you, you know, they have a bunch of good, nice guys, but they need somebody to bring that edge. And I think Skiles is going to do that. Yeah, his own, yeah. I thought he tried to go like around the back into a layup the other night, and KJ McDaniels just came out of nowhere and erased it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I love his Onya, and I think he's like super fun. But I, I mean, I think this year is going to be—he's going to have some rough moments <laughs> trying to transition. Well, he's going to get like, torched on defense. Even yeah. in, even in our Orlando summer league, there were just moments where it's like this guy is just not NBA ready on the defensive end at times. Right. Which, I mean, I is understandable, but at the same time, it's also true. Like, you... I wouldn't be surprised if Azania plays more than 16 minutes a game this season. Yeah, and I I think that's fair. Like, I mean, what is he, 19 or 20? Like, he's a young kid. I'm, like, he has all the talent in the world, and I think he's going to be a good player at some point, but you, you can't just go right from, you know, where, what was he playing in FC, Bar- BC, Barcelona, like, that's a great team, but that's not, that's not the NBA, you can't just make that jump. Exactly, and Hazonia's been asked, this, I mean, he was asked this three or four times during summer league, and he was asked this again um, prior to our on media day, and he pretty much said, look, the NBA is a completely different sport yeah. from playing overseas. David Blatt has many problems with that statement. <laughs> so, you know, there, there's a big learning curve that he needs to he needs to try to overcome. Which, you know, it'll come with time, but if he's not defending, then he's not right. it, It's pretty yeah. simple. And Skiles is not really a coach who's like just gonna throw you out there and let you run through your mistakes like if you're if you're constantly missing rotations and not boxing people out like you're you're getting sat down 
Yeah, and, you know, one thing that Skiles talked about uh, on Media Day was the fact that they need to go from a bottom five defensive team to a top five defensive team. And, you know, some of that, a lot of that's going to have to be the starters. Right. That's where they've got their best defenders because Aaron Gordon, I, Aaron Gordon's going to end up starting at the four next season. Nick Bruce They have a good defensive backcourt now for Peyton and the girl Evo. And then their only rim protectors are going to be coming off the bench. So, you know, they're going to rely on the, their starters to set the tone on that end. And if somebody's not playing, even if you're, you know, Nick Bruce or your Alfred or your Victor or your Tobias Harris, who are probably the three most important players for this team, you're going to get benched. And it, it's that simple. Yeah, this is. I, mean, I, I didn't realize they were quite so bad on defense last year. But, um. Yeah, I mean, the biggest problem is the fact that Nick Vucevic gave up like 54.5% at the. <laughs> to his opponents in the rim last year. That's like Enos Cantor level. I mean, I would, I would almost go as far as to say that Cantor and Vucevic are close to the same player. I mean, Vucevic is a, is a better rebounder probably, but other than I do that, wonder though how much of that was Jacques Vaughn's system because it was a really, really bad defensive system. Like, I don't want, I'm not trying to make, up, make excuses for Vucevic's poor defense, but just at some point, players just, they need to rely on a good defensive system to help them out. And if you don't have one, it's going to expose your flaws. Yeah. Sure. Um, but at the same time, Vooch has his, his shortcomings. He doesn't have great lateral quickness. He's not, yeah. he, he's okay in the pick and roll, but he's not like a guy who's going to go and just try to block a shot. You know, He's going to try to use his body and keep a guy out of the paint and Sometimes it just doesn't work when you're going up against powerful guys like Dwight Howard. So the, the, the scheme that they run is going to be really big to see how much they can improve defensively. Like, and again, it was the first preseason game, so you can't put a ton of stock into it. But I saw slight improvements on that end from last season. So it's a work in progress, just like this team is. But there's things there that they can they can live with, and that I think they're going to like and improve on as we're gone. Yeah, I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. I, Oladipo and and Peyton are are a good young backcourt. I I like watching them, and Aaron Gordon. It'll be good to see him finally, um, you know, have like yeah. a full season, but. I, like we said at the beginning, I don't really know what they're going to do in terms of wins, but I I think this year is about, for them, is just moving everybody along and progressing as a team, not, that you kind of have your core on it, like if this is your core moving forward, like it's gelling and figuring out a system that works more than, you know, wins. Because if you figure that out and... Peyton and Oladipo take the next step and Gordon can play, like, the wins are going to come with that. And, yeah. you know, they I... Need, go ahead. They need an identity. Right. That's, that's why Scott Skiles brought in, because they 
preached about it before the start of last season that they were going to be a good defensive team, and they weren't. They're preaching it again, and now they actually have a coach who's going to hammer that into the players' heads. And, you know, they're hoping to be good defensively and play fast. Which, you know, with the personnel that they have, should suit them. But, again, it's just making broken pieces work. Good. You guys have any final thoughts on this squad before we wrap things up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that Victor is really the key for how much this team can improve this year. Because of all the pieces that they have, he probably has the highest potential to to be a quote unquote superstar yeah. or, a, or a star in general. I would agree. I definitely agree with that. And I mean, how often do we see the third year be the year that a guy takes that big step? I mean. I believe the third year was when Paul George really stepped up. Right. John Wall took a big step his third year. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. So, you know, maybe Victor's like a, I don't have the stats up, but I think he was like an 18, 5, and 5 guy or so last year. Mm-hmm. If he can push that up to like 22, 5, and 5, then... I think that the Magic could be in a really good position moving forward. Word. That's a... Yeah, I think that's a good place to end. They're going to be a fun team to check out. Definitely a team on the rise. I'm Jack. That's my guys, Zach and Chris, with me. Here's our boy DJ Los Latino playing us out. Catch you guys later. Peace. This ain't jump. This ain't slam. The name of this record is Bounce.